0: Turn to us in mercy, as you always do to those who love your name. Amen. Please be seated. Um, If you will, for the moment, in your bulletin, I would love for you to turn back to that Romans reading and just pause and take it in. So this section of the eighth chapter of Romans, I believe can be summarized in the way we teach our children how to solve a problem in a story. Who, what, when, where, why. Who, what, when, where, and why. First, the eighth chapter of Romans tells us it is who? The Spirit, the very breath of God, the Spirit which hovered over the deep waters of creation and entered into the nostrils of the first man, giving him life. This very Spirit does what? Intercedes. Praise. The spirit of the living God goes to bat time and time again for who? For us. For us in our weakness, in our sickness, in our vulnerability. When? When we don't know how to pray. When our sighs are too deep for words. When you hear the deep sigh of an unhoused woman on Wisconsin Avenue because she is too hot to continue to ask for a cold sip of water. When a mother cannot speak, but only groans in deep agony because she has lost her son due to the violence. Do you know that prayer? to pour out your heart in a way that cannot be met with words. Do you know that place of suffering, that place where language cannot contain the experience being felt and yet you still pray? Next, the eighth chapter of Romans tells us It is who? God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, is doing what? Working all things. The job loss. The failed relationship. The medical results. The rejection. This God, is working all things out for the good of who? For us, who are rebellious and wrathful, but yet are still called to this love of God and called according to this God's purpose. And when, when have we been called? It has been predestined since the beginning of time and before the foundation of creation was laid. And it is who? Jesus Christ, who put on flesh and bone and entered into our world. When Adam chose to eat the fruit, it is Jesus who fasted. When Adam hid naked in shame. It is Jesus who stood on a cross naked and bore our shame. We are called to come from behind the fig leaves of our shame and stand naked in the glory of God. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us, it doesn't really matter. All of our enemies have been defeated and at the end of the age, our enemies will be our footstool and God will place them under our feet. For it is who? God, who is good and generous, and out of that goodness and generosity offered up the first fruit, which is his son, Jesus Christ. God did not withhold his son from the experience of suffering in this world. And in the midst of our own suffering, we are called to live in the spirit of that goodness, And generosity. The eighth chapter of Romans tells us it is who? Jesus Christ. What will judge? When on the last day, because he sits where? At the right hand of the Father in authority and robed in glory, majesty and honor. Jesus, whose hands turned water into wine. Jesus, whose hands healed the sick. Jesus, whose hands took, blessed, broke, and gave bread. This same Jesus, who last week judged the wheat and the weeds, will judge us. And we need not fear because his mercy is good and it endures forever. Finally, who then will separate us from the love of Christ? No one and nothing at all. Nothing can come between you and the love of God. Why? Because God loves you. You are more than conquerors because our God's love is stronger than death and his passion as fierce as the grave. God loves you during your anxiety. God loves you during your depression and your guilt. God loves you when you feel like the world's worst parent. God loves you when you fail and feel defeated. God loves you when your friends don't understand you, when your mama doesn't understand you. God loves you even when you can't understand yourself. God loves you because God loves you, because God loves you, because God loves you, because God loves you. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything in all of creation can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Alleluia, alleluia.